Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Brayden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years, and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stalker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California, and a mom of two under two. And together, we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your growth. Thanks for listening. a chance to win a $5 coffee card on the day of this podcast episode release, screenshot the episode, share to your Instagram stories and tag us at the modern real estate mama. Thanks so much. And good luck. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, and I woke up feeling a little bit just like lagging and low energy. Um, and so I green, a green city from nectar before, um, just a little bit ago before, like we planned to talk. So I'm feeling actually better now, (laughs) which is great. Yeah. I'm good. I'm sitting here with my Chick-fil-A sweet tea. It's my favorite and it's my second time at Chick-fil-A this week. So it's going well. Oh my gosh. If you're not in real estate and you're not getting Chick-fil-A more than once a week, what's wrong with you? (laughs) So funny. My, I don't, have we talked about this before? Um, cast? No. Oh, my husband is really obsessed with Chick-fil-A, like super obsessed. I think it's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I love their lemonade. Like I would probably just go there for that, but I really have a serious question is why they don't have have sweet potato fries like oh. I feel like that would just win me for life and I would be like a number one dedicated fan at point. I mean I don't think I don't think there's anything that they could do wrong so I'm I'm sure that you know I mean they always add stuff like like I yeah I I can't believe we're actually talking about this so I <laughs> I'm I'm like in their their rewards like on the app and it's 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 like one of my accolades okay (laughs) I'm I'm in the red tier so I take it really seriously I think that's what it's called I think it's like the the highest one one? (laughs) my my husband's probably in that I'm sure he is um (laughs) but like I you know I I take my email really seriously. Like when I don't like something, I give my old email or if I'm like, I don't want to, it's like spam to me. And then I, I have like my coveted email address that I only give out if it's things I want to hear about. And Chick-fil-A is in that email and I'm not kidding. I I open up all of their email marketing and I know when like all the new menu items are coming and I'm really excited because on November 1st, they have a peppermint um, milkshake coming. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't for know that. how it's turned into an advertisement for Chick-fil-A, not sponsored, but Chick- um, 
sorry, the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. Maybe we'll just send them this episode and be like, listen, you've got a bunch of moms. Like, come on. We'll go in (laughs) for the the presumptive close on (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Sponsor our podcast. Yes. So anyways, um, we better we better get talking before we yeah. um so today we're talking about being a new agent and you know mindset for getting started in this business or industry and just kind of like all the things about getting started as someone new maybe somebody who's considering a career in real estate or they're in real estate school or you know, newly licensed. I think that this is, this is going to be important for anyone in that scenario. Or, you know, we kind of, we've talked about before, like when market changes, or maybe you move to a new area. Um, I mean, whatever the case may be, sometimes it requires almost starting over. So um, I think this applies to anybody going through any of those things. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, And I mean, I don't know if we can even condense probably everything like we could probably talk about this, you know, for a while, I feel like once you kind of get into into it for a couple years, you just have so much where you realize like, wow, this you just learn all the time new things. But if you have a point, or you're just looking at your business, like, do I what can I possibly do to grow my business or just create consistency or uh, just even get going. I think this would be a good episode for you. Yeah. And anyone going through those changes too, like maybe you're leaving a team um, and you're going out on your own um, or you've been, you know, showing agent and now you're ready to get going, um, you know, or maybe you're an agent and, you know, it feels like starting over because you took time off to have a baby. So yeah, mom, so all of those things, I think, have a similar, you know, getting started growth phase um, and, you know, similar mindset required to just get through it. And getting through it, I remember when I first sat down with the first brokerage that I, I met with when I was newly licensed, um, they had told me something like 92% of agents don't make it past their first real estate, something like that. Don't quote me on the statistic, but it was, it was a really, Mm -hmm. like it stuck with me and I was shocked. And now having been in the business and I'm in my third year of being licensed, I am a hundred percent not surprised by that. Um, you know, and I, I think it goes back to like why you decided to take this career path in the first place. Um, if it's a career that really aligned with your lifestyle, um, and your passions, um, and your interests, cause you definitely, you have to love this job, I think, to keep, to keep going in it because it does have its humps, um, and ups and downs. It really can be a roller coaster ride. So you got to be, you know, down to buckle up and, um, you know, I think that's where the mindset comes in. But I think being clear on your your goals and, you know, your why is, you know, key to whether or not you're going to, you know, make it past the first year. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that I don't think is like publicly advertised 
is how long it can take you once you get to get your first deal. I don't think that this was ever mentioned when I was in real estate school or when I was new in my first brokerage, how long it takes. And like, I'm talking about like on average, I'm not about the person who comes in and has somebody do like a walk into the office and needs an agent have anybody that agent happens to be there like I'm talking about you know working trying to build and grow their real estate business from the start and they're taking six to twelve to close their first deal like and I feel like so many agents are like oh I'm a failure because I in and I don't have a closing yet when in reality for most new agents that's very very common yeah and I a lot of people will start real estate like when they have another job or another source of income as they get going with it and a lot of people have mixed opinions on that you know you got to do what you got to do um some people will say like unless you fully commit to to it, you know, it's, it's hard to really take off and, and, you know, see, you know, the fruits of your labor because you're just putting in less labor up front, um, you know, right away. But I completely agree. I think it's different for everybody. Um, I think that, you know, some people know, have a great sphere going into it. They know people who are buying and selling real estate. Um, so it's a little for them or they have a family member, um, you know, somebody willing to take a chance on them early on as a new agent. And then um, there are some people who it takes longer and some people don't have those things. And, you know, they, they really hit the ground running, lining themselves up with the right tools um, and just put in the work and, you know, happen to get clients and get going. So it's really, I think it's important to note that it really is a different experience for everyone and there's a lot of variables. Um, But I think the one thing that can carry you through is the mindset that you have around it and, and, you know, giving yourself that grace to, to learn and to be a student and to fall and, you know, learn from those things. Cause I think, I think those, those mistakes or, you know, bad consultations or, you know, all those trip ups that happen while you're, you know, trying to get your first business, it's, those are the biggest and most impactful lessons and they only make you better. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, there, we've talked about this before and we'll probably talk about it again, like the comparison that's in, in the entrepreneurship space and the real estate space. Um, you can look around you, but having mindset and allowing your, like you said, allowing yourself grace and having to learn and grow and ultimately to fail because you're not going to learn without the failure first. It's just, you know, we are, I feel like there's a problem in thinking that if you're failing, like you are versus like I'm failing and now I'm learning because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I was talking about this earlier on my Instagram earlier this week, just about confidence. And you have to be confident to be a real estate agent. You have to be confident in, in what you're doing, what you're selling, how, who you serve, 
um, how you're serving them and and the results that you can deliver, right? But that Absolutely. doesn't mean that you start day one as a newly licensed agent with that confidence. In fact, most of us don't, and it comes and goes throughout time um, in our journey. But I will say that in general, I would consider myself a you know, a pretty confident person, but just as anybody starting something new, there were times where I had a lot of doubt. Um, I would second guess myself. Um, and that confidence not showing up for me in appointments definitely to me that, you know, initial business, but I learned from that and I only gained confidence from all those experiences and real estate has made me more confident than ever. Um, and I was talking about it to or on my stories. And I was saying like motherhood definitely made me more confident in the sense I just stopped caring so much what people thought of me, you know, like your priorities are different. And you have these little humans to love and care for. And sometimes, you know, it's you're down in the trenches, and you're like, I just don't care. <laughs> and so I think that helped me. But then you know, simultaneously building this career, mom really um, increased my confidence level. And, um, you know, all those little wins start to build up and, and you start to be proud of what you can do. Um, and you surprise yourself at, at what you're capable of. And so I, I think that that is what is so amazing about this job for a mom. Um, you know, both, both go hand in hand and it only builds you up. Absolutely. And coming from somebody who I would say I'm the, I've been the opposite. I've struggled with confidence and I am learning every day to be more confident and, uh, something that, yeah, becoming a mother has strengthened me and being in this business has strengthened me to the point where, even sometimes where like I would want to sway like my boundaries a little bit um, and learning to put my foot down and be like, no, listen, this operate. This is how, you know, this is how the process works. And if you are my client, like if you don't want to, do that's fine, but I may not be the agent for you uh, because this is the way I operate. And sometimes, you know, that's a hard thing to do, um, but learning, you know, to have in your boundaries and your life and just in what you know and what your skills are um, is really amazing. But, you know, sometimes you don't have that on day one, but you, you'll get there. You just have to, you know, keep giving yourself grace and you'll grow and be able to slowly, you know, I like to say, just become a little bit better each day, grow a little bit more each day and you're on the right track. Yes. And let's talk about, let's talk about how we can build upon this. So, so I always like to talk about like, who is your ideal client? Who are people that you can help and serve? Like, these are people that you relate to. Maybe you've been in their position, um, but you know, you know that you can help them. Um, And I like to have sometimes more than one story, but but if you are a mom and you know what it's like to be a mom, if you've ever bought a house, sold a property, you've been in this position before, you experienced it yourself. Maybe you weren't a real estate agent in that experience, but you have 
something on some level to relate to, that is who you can automatically serve. Those are automatically your people. You can relate to them. You know you can help them. Start from somewhere small, um, and that's just identifying ideal ideal people that you can serve. And I think even if you aren't an expert yet, when you from a place of serving, it's authentic, and you don't have to position yourself as the you know you're an expert in training, but you've been there um, in their position. You can you know they can resonate with you, um, and you're going to do a darn good job serving people. You know, um, you know what they need, so you can take the expert out of that. Um, and just be confident in, you know, how you can serve. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, I feel like I've never even positioned myself, I feel like, as an expert, just because, well, things, one was that, like, what my first brokerage said, like, you can't even call yourself an expert because of, I don't know. But, like, I just, professional, I'm going to be hardworking, I'm going to invest my time and my energy into my clients, and, making sure that their interests are protected and fought for action and that they're educated about the process. And so even if you're new, you have the knowledge of what the process looks like, or you have the knowledge of your office or your brokerage behind you or your team, and you can position yourself, you know, maybe not that you've done a hundred transactions, but Hey, I'm hardworking. I care about, what happens to you in this transaction and your purchase and I care about, you know, your family and what is best for you You and position yourself in so many other ways when you're new, besides just being this expert or this person who has been in the business for however long competing with, you know, the top producers. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, like utilizing and building upon your team's experience or your brokerage's experience. Um, and I think if you walk from that place of serving, people don't question your expertise as much or ask you, you know, how many transactions have you done? Um, if you walk from that, you find that area, that place that you have confidence in and you walk from that, I, you're just going to come across confident automatically and people won't question, you know, those things. Yeah, absolutely. I think every once in a while you might, but sometimes you really have to look at if that client is, is it because it's their personality type or is it because they're trying to be like a, I don't know, like a big wig. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had one of those. I had, I had an interview for a listing with, and that was the first time like three years in um, like almost three years exactly when I got my license and like he asked me like build a property this expensive before and looking back I know that he was testing me he kind of thought like oh I'm gonna give this girl her big break like you know it, I was like what like looking back I was just trying to be a jerk honestly like he was you know oh, not man. I'm like, these, this is not like something you get asked all the time. Have somebody really analytical and a driver, like they want to know, like yeah. they want to control the conversation. Oh, and I want to know all of your stats, like lay them out for me and give me like your 
stat history. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. But, yeah. Anyways. I, I haven't had that happen, but I'm sure it does. I mean, I I had uh, that happen. However, I have had um, a consultation just not go well. And really, it was just it just wasn't driving. Um, and I, I, I want to say this, too. I feel like sometimes people are just not your people. Sometimes you walk out of something and you're like, that felt like it went bad. But sometimes it's just about they're not your people. And that's okay. Like you, that's why I I talk about, or I was just talking about your ideal client and who you serve, because sometimes you'll find when you step outside of that, and it's not like you necessarily want to turn down business, but you'll find when you step outside of your ideal client, you know, oftentimes they're not your people. Um, And I just, you know, I think that's okay to just accept that too. Um, But I did have one instance where I had a consultation, it just wasn't vibing. Um, And they did end up asking me like, well, how many, how many homes have you sold in the last year? And so that told me that, that in that particular conversation, they weren't, I don't believe they were asking me that to ask me, you know, because that was something they were asking every agent or, you know, if they're interviewing more, really felt like I did something to convey to them that I, I wasn't um, fully equipped for what they were looking for. You know, I think they doubted me and my ability. So that is why they asked me that. And that was really early on. Um, I had also gotten into the appointment, like super frazzled and distracted. I had something come up and there again, like, you know, this is real life. You know, we all have things that happen in our lives and we do our best to leave work at the, or leave personal at the door. Um, but you just never know what you're going to walk out of before you walk into an appointment. So, um, you know, and that's a whole other thing. I was really early on and just didn't have some of the tools and strategies, you know, getting my mind right, my head right to go into a meeting like that. And I learned from it, you know, so I think I think that's important to consider too. But I also don't. I think they were not my people, um, because oftentimes your people will, you know, like you for you, um, and that's enough for them to want to work with you. You know, they know. Okay, you're a real estate agent. You know what you're doing. You're a licensed professional. I just I'm working with you because I like you. You know. Right. Yeah. Or they know they've seen your marketing, or they've like been watching you. Right. And. Or, you know, they've been, you've been following up with them and they know that how you've been operating is someone that they trust to to hire because of how you have been following up and interacting with them as you've been nurturing them Mm -hmm. up until this point. And that's where building rapport comes in. It's sometimes a lot harder walking into a cold appointment where somebody just booked an appointment and you don't really have any backstory. You don't have any foundational relationship. Um, you know, it's much smoother and easier when you're talking to people, you know, um, doing a consultation with people, you know, um, somebody who referred you. So, you know, they came from someone that knows you, um, or they find you on social media or they actually spent time, you know, vetting your website or watching your videos. Um, you know, when you come in with, you know, a completely blank slate, it's a lot more difficult to build up that rapport in an initial meeting. Oh yeah, for sure. 
yeah cold (laughs) meetings are never they're like I feel like very hard to even get in the first place because most people need time to warm up but sometimes you do and it's like it's so hard because it's like you have no information and having information having had some kind of conversation or asking questions I feel like is key to kind of moving things forward in the right direction and so if you don't have that it's like okay, sometimes you don't even know, like, you're like, I don't even know if I'm going in the right direction with this, because I have (laughs) no, like, no story uh, about why this, why am I even here in the first place, really? Right, totally. And, and also, you know, it's something that comes with experience and time and priming people for an appointment. You know, sometimes in the beginning, I think you're just so excited to have an appointment and a meeting that you just you dive right in, right? But as you become more experienced um, and, you know, you've learned more on how you value your time and been able to decipher, you know, time wasters or, you know, people who just need, need a little bit of information, they're not ready yet, or people who are ready to dive in and go, you know, you kind of learn to gauge that. But, you know, I, I also have in place and most agents do, I'm sure you do too, of, you know, steps people need to take prior to the appointment so that you can avoid a lot of that, um, you know, once you actually go and sit down with them, if they're ready to get to the point of sitting down, right? Exactly. Yeah. So one other thing I want to talk about on this topic, and I really want to get into the mindset part of it. Um, I talk to a lot of moms especially on Instagram, I, I get, you know, messages from people who are new and just getting started. And this is something I think we all deal with. I want to talk about imposter syndrome and doubt. Um, and I think sometimes what happens is, in, especially in this age of real estate, if, and most people who find us are probably operating in this way because they found us on a digital platform, whether through this podcast or, through social media. And I think that if you are in those arenas as an agent um, and you are learning, training, and operating, you know, as a modern agent digitally, you are probably experiencing information overload um, Mm -hmm. when it comes to getting started. And I, we talked about our very first episode, burnout. I think that that's something a new agent can experience before they ever get started because they have so much information thrown at them. They're looking, they're looking online uh, or even within their own team or brokerage at so many different people. So-and-so has this, this niche. So-and-so has this niche. They're doing it this way. And you just kind of are, are foggy. You're not clear on how you want to go about building your business. And then you're looking at other people and you start to get that doubt or, you know, You worry that, you know, by just getting started, you have imposter because you don't know enough, like you don't know enough transactional stuff. Um, So those are, I think those are common pitfalls that people experience. And this is something that I'm constantly doing in my own business is getting clear on my goals um, because they change. They absolutely can change from day one. But you know, just knowing like right now you're being flooded with info and lots of resources. If you're, you know, with a good brokerage and a good team, you know, you're being trained, but you're getting a lot of stuff thrown at you all at once. And if you're online, 
um, and you're active online and you're, you're seeking out these resources, you probably are just taking on a lot. Um, and it's great, but it can give you like mixed messaging on how you should go about getting started. And I think that that's a very personal specific thing, um, to, to you. And that, that comes down to, you know, what do you want out of real estate? Like, why did you sign up for this career? Is it, you know, freedom from a nine to five to be with your family more, more income? Is it because you, you actually have it for it and you enjoy it? Um, it can be more than financial, but to me, this is, this is how you ignite passion for what you do and it influences how others feel and view you because that's how you feel. And so I think it's really important to get clear on, on your why initially and those ideal clients, like I talked about, but then getting clear on your goals. Like, what do you want out of this? You know, immediately six months, 12 months, you know, thinking really far up the road and really visualizing that. And I think when you look at it from that perspective, you can start weed out what information doesn't apply to you. It's like making a business plan. And if this isn't, if this isn't keeping me aligned, of course, this isn't for me, or I can put this off till after I reach this goal. And I think if you start to, to do map like that, it can really help, you know, decipher what is noise and relevant to your purpose, to your goal. And like what it has to align with what you're doing right now. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. I think, yeah, reflect, like taking the time to reflect and think about those things is so important. Even I feel like the new agent mindset is like, okay, I just need to get business, but you need to really know like the deeper picture and have a vision and have like where you before you can get that vision. Because if you don't want to work with investors, but yet you start taking on investor clients just so you can get the deal and get going and get like, I mean, this is like a random example, but like you just get lost down the hole and then you like look up, you know, six months, 12 months, a year and a half in and you're like, gosh, this isn't even what I wanted to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. then you're going to you're gonna be at that point where you're like, okay, well, now I have to backtrack or I have to start over or I need to pivot. And sometimes you can save yourself a little bit. I mean, a little bit, not, of course, there's always going to be like hurdles and setbacks and things, but maybe you can save yourself some of that, like having to backtrack and like pivot a little bit if you know exactly where you want to go, or you have a more, a more concise, like clear view up mm-hmm. front rather than mm-hmm. like figuring it out later. Yes. And keeping that, keeping that top of mind and in front of you at all times, like you should be looking at that monthly and making sure like, are all the steps I've taken in the last month getting me this much closer to where I want to go? Or do I need to reevaluate? You know, I, totally. I, I am always revisiting that. And that's actually how, that's how I came out with my idea bank because, you know, I'm always piggybacking on, on information I receive and thinking, Ooh, I I like that. I like the way that she's doing that. I could add that in. And, and sometimes it just doesn't align or it just doesn't align right now. And so, you know, that's why I say like, you know, I got to make enough deposits into my bank before, I can make any withdrawals and, you know, I gotta, I have to 
make sure that it's aligning with with right now and my next immediate goal that I'm trying to get to. And I think for a new agent, you know, I'm talking about, you know, growth and building goals, but for a new agent, that's, that's getting your first transaction. And I think people, people, when they get started there, there's definitely financial impact. Like, do you have resources to market? Do you have, you know, finances to do this or that? And so I think getting clear on what you have available to you and then, looking at that and saying, okay, is, is this step going to take, is this resource, is this step going to get me closer to my first transaction? You know, and I think avoiding trying all the things, spreading yourself too thin, you know, blowing your budget on multiple avenues, it can, it can derail you further from that than just getting clear, honing in on who you can serve, how can I reach those people? How can I help them? How can I relate? And just coming from a much more simplistic approach when it comes to, you know, attracting clients um, to build your business than trying to do like all the things, know everything about every transaction. Um, because you, truth is, you never will know everything there is to know because things come up all the time in real estate. And 20, 30 year vets are say things to me sometimes that are like, well, that's a first and it's just, yeah. it's the nature of the business. So I think really taking, taking your goals and just taking those, those micro steps initially is super helpful. Um, and, you know, in terms of your mindset, just accepting that, you know, this takes some time, but I got this and I'm building and I'm one step closer to my goal. Absolutely a lot of information and we can probably talk about this topic forever um or we could we could probably even have like a mastermind mapping session about it but i think the biggest thing that i would say to myself if i was a new agent you know consistently showing up from a place of serving um knowing that i'll learn from experience and just trust the process trust myself um, and I'll get the experience that I need to grow. Um, and as far as mindset, surrounding yourself with positive people, people who are building how you want to build. Um, and the very last thing a friend of mine had, she actually does lettering um, and makes really pretty artwork. And she had made a something in a post several months ago, but it, it stuck with me and it it's faith it until you make it. And it's, you know, different than faking it, you know, um, just believing whatever it is that you believe in or, or how you, you go about that, but just believe it yourself. So faith it until you make it. I love that so much more than fake it till you make it. Cause you're authentically <laughs> being you showing up as you trying to make it, you know, I literally hate the phrase fake it until you make it my training uh, coach, like our team training coach at my first brokerage said that all the time and I hated it. And it just really did not sit well with me. I was like, this feels like way too serious of a career to be in, to be like faking it. Like, no, not for me. (laughs) No, totally. So that stuck with me and I say it all the time. And like, I, I think about it a lot. I think it's a great phrase. 
Okay, ladies. Well, thank you so much for listening to uh, our mindset episode for new agents episode. And if you have any thoughts on this or want to continue the conversation, feel free to join us in the Modern Real Estate Mama Facebook group. And we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Go and join us on our Facebook group, The Modern Real Estate Mama, also linked in our show notes. Hope you have a great day and we are here to support you in motherhood and in growing your real estate business. Thank you.